This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. Over the past few years, some churches in Pennsylvania have experienced rifts within their congregations over politics. Robbie Broad takes you to a mid-state church where worshipers are embracing the chance to share honest and respectful conversations about political issues. Please note that this story does come with a warning because it does mention sexual abuse. In a time when friends and families have a hard time talking about politics, World Harvest Outreach in Chambersburg prides itself on holding open dialogues with its members. On a picturesque Sunday morning, about 75 people greet each other with hugs and file into the non-denominational service. A handful of quotes are written in capital letters across the tall white walls to encourage members to share their thoughts and listen without judgment. One says, true honor sees who somebody really is and then agrees with the value discovered in them. As they file into their chairs, their very own praise band starts things off. Occasionally, the weekly sermon is replaced with an open forum for members to speak about anything they want. At this particular service, the discussion is focused on abortion, in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe v. Wade. Congregation member Jill Starlipper talked about how she was thinking about the Supreme Court's decision in the Dobbs case. God created us. He also gave us the ability to create. And that's an amazing thing that we better pay close attention to what we are doing. So yes, let's not use it casually. Let's not take it lightly. Anyway, Starlipper joined the congregation with her husband and daughter six years ago. They drove an hour from Mechanicsburg to attend the church situated between a Cracker Barrel and an Arby's right off I-81 in Chambersburg. Chambersburg is in Franklin County, widely considered a GOP stronghold. In both this year's primaries and the 2020 election, there were five times more Republican voters than Democrats. Most church members who spoke that day in August opposed abortion on a personal level, but agreed any outright bans don't address the underlying issues that could cause a woman to seek an abortion in the first place. Some talk about how they can be a more supportive community for women struggling with a life-altering choice. One of them is Jenny Embry, who spoke to me after the conversation. um, Mothers who have had abortions are still mothers, regardless of, you know, what choice they've, you know, had. Even miscarriages. You know, they're still moms. They just had a different birth experience than a live birth. Jenny Embry shared with the group that she was sexually abused growing up, which sent her into a spiraling depression that involved drug and alcohol abuse. She ended up having an unplanned pregnancy. I fell into hopelessness all over again, drunk with hopelessness. And I made a thoughtless decision to have sex um, with a guy because I was depressed out of my mind. And unfortunately, um, and wonderfully, um, <laughs> we, we had a baby, and um, we're not together. This is the first time she's publicly talked about how the church helped her in her most dire and, time of um, need. You know, they came very strong around me and loved me and loved my pregnant belly and poured so much love into me in my drunken, hopeless state. And all of you guys are a part of that. 
Embry later says in an interview that conversations like this are the best way to help each other fully understand the experience of a pregnant mother lacking the resources or the support system to make the best decision for herself. Let's rally around these people who really need help. Let's find ways where we can get, you know, more mental health counseling, therapy and stuff like that. And I think that if we can heal some of that stuff, I think it would open up the conversation for how do we resolve this? Ned Kelso converted to Christianity after years of admittedly chasing promotions as an insurance salesman while neglecting his family at home. My favorite slogan was, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Everything was about me and what I did. And I basically lost everything. And I wondered why. He says his wife guided him, teaching him more about the Bible. So he started joining her at World Harvest Services. In a time of deep partisan divides, Kelso says many Christians need to be reminded of what the scripture says. We're forgetting the number one commandment to love one another. I'll start crying just thinking about it. If, if God can love me as horrible of a person as I am and the horrible things that I've done in my life, then how can I turn around and say, well, if you're not going to agree with me about this or this, then I hate you and you're a bad person. That is so hypocritical. And Conversations it, it just, like these are becoming like said, increasingly it, it, rare. According to the Pew Research Center, about half of all Americans now avoid having conversations about political issues. Many Christian faith leaders avoid having them with their congregations out of fear of alienating their members or possibly losing their job. Pastor Mark Derniak says he's encouraged members to lean into uncomfortable conversations for the last decade, but the openness he welcomes didn't sit well with many congregants. They wanted me personally, as well as the church, to be more direct and opinionated and have a very strong Christian party line, so to speak, about this is what is right and this is what is wrong. And so, yes, as a result, people who had a different opinion of me were made a decision to literally leave fellowship and leave relationship as a result of not experiencing the sameness. He it's says kind of Christians are more divided than ever about how to balance their faith and politics. Then there's a lot of people that just don't get it. A lot of people just want to come to church to be talked to, to be, I don't want to say entertained, but given what they need and then they leave. But at the same time, people are more apt to share their opinions than I have found 10 or 12 years ago. As the service winds down, members process the last hour of emotionally charged testimonies from their fellow parishioners, and Pastor Mark asks the group one final question. In this church, how can we love them now? How can we be this heart that we've talked about here so that these ones feel like they have community, they have a place that will help them walk that road that they're going to eventually walk? That's the conversation remained unconventionally about. civil throughout, Nobody's life experiences were invalidated. Nobody raised their voice. Those who hugged each other on the way in did the same on the way out and went out of their way to include a few who were still crying after sharing their stories. Robbie Broad, Chambersburg. It is.